Welcome to Exhortations for Today, a podcast designed to exhort, uplift, and equip today's Christian woman. Are you looking to grow your faith? Or maybe you need a little inspiration. If so, settle in and join me on today's episode. Hello, I'm Dana Everett, and thank you for joining me today. We are now on our third series of The Women Touched by Jesus. So today I'm going to introduce you to a woman who we know a little about, and there's been a lot of speculation and controversy surrounding her. Her name is Mary Magdalene. Let's discuss her role in the spreading of the gospel. Who is Mary Magdalene? While her life story is hidden away under rubble, scripture gives us some insight into this woman. Mary appears to be a common name during that time. There are lots of Marys in the Bible. Scripture does differentiate her by using Magdalene. We don't know if her surname Magdalene was due to her being from the town of Magdala in Galilee or a surname to describe her characteristics, which means a tower. Whatever the intention, it is how she is made distinct from the other Marys in the scriptures. Mary Magdalene has been a victim of a lot of assumptions and misinformation over the years. Many have contributed the washing of Jesus' feet to Mary. But scripture does not name this woman whose sins were many, but forgiven. Many have falsely stated that she was a prostitute with no scripture reference. But what scripture does state is that there were women who followed Jesus from Galilee after healing them. And one of them was Mary Magdalene. Our first introduction to how Mary came to know Christ was because Jesus had healed Mary from seven evil spirits. And we can read in Luke chapter 8 verse 2. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and disabilities, Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. I can't imagine how her life was before her encounter with Jesus. Most of us can relate to the radical change that Jesus made in our lives. Like Martha's sister Mary, who made the best decision to sit and learn at Jesus' feet. Jesus' impact on Mary Magdalene inspired her to follow him around Galilee, along with a few other women. This was not an unwelcome company, as revealed in Scripture in Luke 8, verses 1 and 2. Jesus took his disciples and certain women as he went through the towns and villages. How amazing is it that not only did Jesus heal her, but she gets to follow alongside the disciples as he ministers and proclaims the gospel of the kingdom of God. Not only did Mary and the women accompany him, but provided for him from their possessions. 
so she must have been a woman who had considerable wealth or was willing to provide from all that she had. Oftentimes we think that the women in ancient days were without resources. We don't know if these women had husbands other than Joanna, who was also one of the women accompanying Jesus and providing. Why do we assume that women were relegated to not being productive in building wealth? Let's take a look at this scripture. This is Acts 16, 14. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart of the Lord opened as she attended to the things which were spoken of Paul. We also find the virtuous woman of Proverbs 31 as a businesswoman, and Priscilla and her husband who were tent makers. When thinking about the workers of the gospel, it seems that we have relegated it to only the 12 disciples. You don't have to be in a leadership role to contribute to the kingdom. Mary Magdalene and the other women played a supporting role and was blessed to be the witnesses to the ministry of Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene is not mentioned in their travels, but she was known to all, for she is mentioned in all accounts of the Gospels, mostly the account of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. Not only was she mentioned, but mostly placed first among women in their writings. Now let's take a look at these accounts. The Gospel of John has Mary Magdalene with the mother of Jesus near the cross. And sometime later, we have them looking on from a distance. Mary was a devoted follower. You can see that she is never too far. She also appears as a witness to his burial. And she is listed as seeing where Joseph of Arimathea laid the body of Jesus. The scriptures may also list other women as being with her, but it seems that she is distinctly listed. Sometimes when reading, we can lose some aspect of a story because maybe our mind focuses on one detail while glossing over another. I suppose it's like that when watching a movie too. Have you ever watched a movie a thousand times and for whatever reason, a new detail pops out at you later? You're thinking, why did I not see that before? It's like that reading the Bible also. I've read the accounts of Jesus being put on trial and crucified, and never did it occur to me the time frames of these events until now. This was not a quick, simple event. Jesus was crucified and on the cross for over six hours. And this does not even include the prior events of the trial and scourging. Here we have the women watching on. They may have moved positions, but never left. After six hours, Christ has died, and now it's time for him to be removed from the cross and buried. The women did not leave, for they are still waiting to know where he is laid. Once seeing the location of his burial, they then left to prepare the spices and ointments for his body. 
Now, I'm not certain if they view the wrapping of Jesus' body because Nicodemus helped in the preparation of his body according to the Jewish custom um, with him bringing a lot of myrrh and aloe for his body. I'm going to assume they did not see the preparation of the body and maybe felt that because the Sabbath was coming that he was improperly buried. I hate assuming, but why leave to make preparations for his body that was already done? I understand the sentiment. Remember, Jesus had healed them of devils and sicknesses. He was the son of God deserving to be laid according to their customs. They wanted to make sure it was done correctly. But the Sabbath came suddenly upon them. And they could not anoint his body. So early they rise up. And here we have Mary Magdalene and a few of the women who were with her previously come back to the tomb. I'm not certain the time, but the passages inform us that it was still dark and the sun was rising. I'm an early riser, so I can imagine the scene with the sun barely giving off his light with darkness still dominating the skies. So what does she encounter? An empty tomb. This definitely upsets her because the angel makes mention of her crying. She thinks someone has moved Jesus' body. How devoted she is until the end. I need to know where my Lord's body is located. I need to make sure he is buried with honor. She leaves and encounters Jesus. Only this time, she assumes he's the gardener. She probably did not really gaze much at him due to her crying and grief. So he calls out her name. She turns and recognizes him and holds on to him. But he tells her he hasn't ascended to the Father yet but to go and give the disciples his message. Even now when I read the passages where she finds out that he is alive, I get so excited, so I can only imagine how she was expressing her joy. The Savior that healed her and the other women. The Savior that raised Lazarus. The Savior that taught and spread the good news is alive. Okay, I'm going to run and tell the disciples. The first time I ran and told them he's missing. But now I'm going to tell him I saw him. He's alive. We know according to scripture that he made a number of appearances after his resurrection. But I've pondered why Mary and the women were the first. Peter and John ran to the tomb after Mary tells them that Jesus was taken from the tomb. Surely he could have revealed himself then. But Jesus chose Mary Magdalene to be his first eyewitness. These women had accompanied Jesus as he went about preaching the gospel. Their lives had been impacted greatly by him and their devotion never ended even as he was crucified. They remain close to him. After Jesus' resurrection, Mary Magdalene was the first to speak to Jesus. 
the first to touch him and the first to tell the disciples. And while we don't know the details to her life story, we do know that she was a woman touched by Jesus. Jesus had touched her so that she gave him all that was hers. I don't know how those evil spirits impacted her day-to-day life, but I can assume it was no picnic in the park. But what about what Jesus has freed us from? Think about it. Romans 6, 6 and 7. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Mary's example of her devotion inspires me to live wholeheartedly for God, to love him with everything. I hope it inspires you as well. Don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified of our fourth episode on the women touched by Jesus. The last and final woman is the woman with the alabaster box. for listening to exhortations for today make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing and tell a friend so we can grow our community